Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. What is up? I hope that you are having a fabulous Tuesday. Today, we are chatting about feeling unsupported. And I'm sure that the second I said that phrase, feeling unsupported, a situation or a memory popped into your head where you've gone to someone you care about, so a friend, a family member, someone you trust, to say, hey, this is what I want to do, or this is what I'm passionate about, and their response feels a little bit lackluster or just not on par with your excitement for whatever it is that you you want to do. And let's be real, when this happens, it can be really, really disheartening, especially if the person that you're going to in order to share this massive goal or dream on your heart is important to you and you value them as a human being. And then to walk away from that interaction feeling unsupported isn't, like, to say the least, fun at all. And as a result, I think that we often wind up telling ourselves a story after those interactions in those moments that says, poor me, I'm all alone in this, nobody gets me, and it makes me so mad. And this person, you know, whether it's your parents, your sibling, a partner, a friend, whoever, just doesn't actually care about me. And maybe they're right. Maybe this actually isn't a good idea and I should just quit. And I'm sure that one or more of those stories and things that we tell ourselves resonates with you because I know full transparency for myself that I have told myself every single one of those stories before when I have shared an idea or a goal or a dream with somebody that I care about and their initial reaction just is not on par with mine. And that is why I just so firmly believe that holistically, we as ambitious women in this society, we need two things. One, a massive perspective shift on this topic of feeling unsupported. And number two, tactical tips on how to tell someone about your goal or dream or idea. Because I truly, wholeheartedly, from like the top of my head to the bottom of my toes, believe that when we don't feel supported by the ones that we love, it might not actually be that they don't support us. Instead, we jump to this automatic conclusion that we're not supported because we're potentially not strategic about the way that we actually loop someone into the goal or the dream or the idea. So all of that said, let's dive a little deeper here into what I mean. So... When you and me as ambitious go-getter women have a dream on our hearts, it's usually been there for a hot second, right? So like (laughs) you have this calling or this feeling or something that just makes you know without a shadow of a doubt, this is what I want to do. And it's one of those magical moments in life when it just feels so wondrously, wondrously, is that even a word? I meant to say wonderfully and gloriously aligned. And, you know, for example, maybe for you, it's when you decided to change your major in college or maybe switch careers, move to a different state, end a relationship, start a relationship, start a business, write a book, launch a podcast, have a kid, get a dog. Like, (laughs) I could go on and on. There are literally so many things, right? And no matter what it is, it just 
feels so right to you and it makes so much sense to you in your own head and not just because of that gut feeling or that emotional reaction that you have when you think about that thing you want to do, in all likelihood, you have also already invested the time and the research into why you want to do this thing potentially how you're going to do this thing, and ultimately what is the worst and best case scenario if you do or don't do this. So the point is, is that you've obviously spent a hell of a lot of time with this idea or the goal as it has grown and unfurled and blossomed inside your heart, right? So you feel so sure and confident in this decision of doing whatever it is, launching the podcast, moving, writing a book, quitting your job, whatever it is, because you have given yourself time to sit with it and time to figure it out a little bit. You've given yourself the time and the space to get comfortable with it. And so because we are so on board with the idea or the goal or the dream, we get to this point where we just have to share whatever it is with somebody else because it's just way too juicy and it's important and way too exciting to just keep to ourselves. So we want to share it. But when we loop someone in that we care about and we tell them about the goal or the plan or the dream, we're sometimes met with shock, questions, and even potentially disagreement. And when we get reactions like this, we immediately then start to feel judged and we feel defensive and then honestly start to get a little bitter and feel that painful sting of not feeling supported starts to sink in. And because, of course, we want the person that we're looping in to feel just as excited as we are about this huge goal, dream, or plan. But I think in moments like this, the secret sauce is to remember that the person we're looping in is hearing about this idea for the very first time. And in comparison, you've spent however many days, weeks, months, or even years thinking about it and sitting with it and getting comfortable with it, whereas they are hearing about it now for the very first time. And you're asking them to process the whole broad spectrum of the idea or the plan or whatever it is in real time with you. And honestly, let's be real, that can be a lot. And I've totally been that friend or that family member who accidentally and unintentionally takes just a big crap all over someone's idea before and not because I was trying to be mean or malicious, but because I'm not thinking about that idea or that plan or that goal or that dream from their perspective. I'm thinking about it from my perspective and each of our perspectives comes with a whole host of values and beliefs. So yeah, if it is a big goal or dream or plan, the person that you're telling might not be able to get onto your level of enthusiasm quite yet. And that's why I think it's so unbelievably important for us to rewrite that narrative from poor me, I'm not supported, nobody cares, to okay, I'm sensing some resistance on their end or some uncertainty or some skepticism probably because I've sat with the idea longer than them. And if we shift it to the, you know, second narrative, right, it allows for some very needed grace and patience that's just so desperately needed, especially since we are different people with different perspectives on, you know, what we should do with our lives, on risk, what we do with our time, different values, all of the things. There are so many moving parts. So my point is, is that you, the woman listening in, have every reason to be fired up about that goal or dream or plan that you're sharing, but at the same time, 
Don't forget that an initial reaction from that person that you love, who you're looping in, that you know, reacts a little bit lackluster or lukewarm to your idea, don't mistake that for a lack of support because it might not be. Instead, I think we can think of initial reactions as more of a processing rather than a rejection or a lukewarm kind of support, (laughs) right? Because as I've read about before and I've heard about before, we as human beings are actually not responsible for our first thought, but we are responsible for our second thought. And I think the premise of that concept there could be applied to telling someone that we love about our goals, dreams, or plans, right? Because their initial reaction might not be their final thought or perspective on the matter. So I think it's really, really important to give the person that you're speaking with some grace. And you know, as always, that this is a come with me podcast rather than a look at me podcast. I've got it all figured out. So you know that when I say, you know, you need to give the person some grace, I'm saying like you and I, we all need to do that because it can be so powerful and beneficial to everybody involved. All right, now that we have our perspective shift here with this topic of feeling unsupported, I want to dive into some tangible and tactical tips that you can use to hopefully make that interaction with the person you love as you loop them into this amazing goal, dream, plan, or transition in your life a little bit smoother. And just FYI, I am going to go full Professor Megan here because the first two tips that I have for you are things that I actually teach my students when it comes to being an effective communicator and being your own advocate. So let's dive in. So tip number one is to think of your audience because audience is seriously everything. And as smart, ambitious women who want to make this massive, awesome impact in the world, we know that whenever we're talking to someone that there's an audience involved. So there's a person or a group of people that we want to effectively communicate a message to, right? And when we do, we know that we have to be really strategic and rhetorical in delivering that message depending on who the person or the audience is. And no matter who it is that you're talking to, the way that you deliver the idea really matters and is going to change depending on who you're talking to. So that said, one trick that I think is really helpful when you're telling any person or any audience about your goal or your idea is to not think about it from your perspective. You've got to think about it from their perspective. And because that is obviously way easier said than done, one really effective way that we can do that is to get more in touch with our audience or that person that we want to loop in is by putting pen to paper and journaling out some really important questions that can help us put ourselves into their shoes. So we can ask questions like, who are you talking to? What's this person like? What do they value or believe as a person? What problems could they raise about the idea, goal, or dream? How might I actively, proactively plan to address those problems or concerns? And finally, how can I present this idea or goal or dream in a way that will make sense to them? And I truly believe by digging into these questions and seriously putting pen to paper, I mean, you can always like audio brainstorm them out loud with somebody else if you're more of a verbal processor, but I am such a proponent for the pen to paper method. But point is, (laughs) no matter how you do it, when you dig into these questions, you're helping yourself get out of your own head and into their head so that you can explain the idea, the goal, or the dream in a way that makes sense to them. And getting them on board is going to be a little bit easier and smoother 
and more effective if you think about those problems and concerns that they might raise. And by anticipating those problems or their reactions, you can then develop a better pitch of your goal, dream, or idea. So ultimately, it's about being intentional about your preparation for the conversation rather than just going into it and winging it, right? Because, of course, preparation isn't foolproof or it's not like this automatic fairy or unicorn dust, but it can be really, really effective. And I also think that being prepared shows how much you care and how much invested you are. So then the person you're telling is going to be able to see that. So point being, get out of your own head, stop thinking from your own perspective and get into the person that you love's head so that you can deliver the idea or the goal or the dream in a way that will make sense to them and hopefully get them on board quicker so that they can match the level of enthusiasm that you have for this thing that you want to do that's on your heart. And I know that that was just a lot right there. So if you are driving or you've got your hands full, like do not you worry. I made this really sweet handout essentially, which sounds very teaching-like and very official and boring, but I swear it's actually really, really helpful. And it's this cool thing that I made that's got all of the questions I just asked you on it so that you can use them yourself in real time at a later date and time or really truly whenever you want to use them. And so if you want that really cool handout, you gotta hop onto my email list. So I will put all of the information for you in the show notes, but basically you can just email me at meggiemariebooks at gmail.com and just say that you want on the list to get all those exclusive materials and I'll email them out to you because they truly are really cool and really helpful. And I promise that I do not spam your email. (laughs) I only send out emails to my exclusive email list twice a month. I send out journal prompts and I'm going to start sending out these little kind of handout things that coincide with some of the episodes. And it's just going to have so much really valuable, juicy content. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. So check the show notes for my email address and other ways to make sure that you get on that list so you don't miss out on anything. And that brings me to tip number two, which is to be super clear on what you need from them. So when we tell someone about our ideas and our goals and our dreams, I think we get so focused and wrapped into or wrapped up in (laughs) delivering the idea that we forget to be clear about what we actually want and need out of the conversation. And I don't know about you, but for me, when I get super pumped and just like, you know, gesticulating wildly about an idea or a goal or a dream, I get so enthusiastic and wild that I just like completely launch into the idea and I forget to tell the person who's listening what I actually want and need out of the conversation and honestly, what it actually looks like to support me at this stage. And I think it's so easy to forget for all parties involved, whether or not you're the person who's telling the idea or the person who's receiving the idea, that support looks different to every single person on this planet. And we forget also that we often lend support to the people that we love in the way that we would want that support, right? So for example, if you're talking to someone who is a natural problematizer and happens to be your older sister, hint, hint, wink, wink, me, this is what I do, (laughs) the questions that that person will ask or the skepticism that they might have is not necessarily a lack of support. It might be their way of caring or even trying to protect you. So ultimately then, my point here 
is that it is up to us, the person who is sharing the idea or the goal or the dream with someone that we love. It's up to us to gently guide that person away from how they lend support or how they think they're giving support and to redirect it toward how we want them to support us. So for example, you can use really, really clear and intentional language that spells out exactly what you need and what you want from the conversation. So you could say, hey, Big sister, I am so excited about this idea that I have and I really, really want to tell you about it because I love you and I respect you. But that said, right now, I don't need you to tell me that it's a crazy idea or that it's not going to work or even to ask any questions right now. Instead, what I need for you is to just listen first, okay? And I think that that kind of clear and direct language, which is also very strategic and very rhetorical, can be so powerful because you're taking control of the conversation and trying to guide the person that you're talking to toward behaving and reacting in a particular way. Because again, I don't think that when someone reacts with shock or questions or a potentially slightly judgmental tone, that they're not doing it to be malicious or mean or unsupportive. They're just in a sort of frame of mind that's different than yours. So it's your job as the speaker, as the person who's sharing your idea or your goal or your dream to get them into a different frame of mind that they can be in while hearing your idea. And being directive and rhetorical like that in that example that I just gave can be so powerful and empowering because it gives the conversation purpose. You're teaching, you're literally teaching the person who's listening to you how to interpret and digest your idea. It doesn't mean that they're not going to ultimately react that way a little bit later. You're just asking them to put a pin in that reaction and to listen with an open mind or something like that. And full transparency, this is something that Roger and I, my husband and I, have been working on consciously for a while now. So I used to come to him with an idea and I'd be like, blah, everywhere, and just like arms flying, talking really fast, all the things. And he would just be like, okay, you know, and I never gave him the time to really catch up or process it. And then I would get a little bit mad. I'd be like, well, are you not on board? Are you not supporting me? And this worked both ways. Like he would do the same thing. He'd come to me and I'd be like, okay, well, you know, and I'd start to poke holes in whatever it is he was saying. And he's like, well, I don't really need you to problematize it right now. So we would do it to each other and we collectively together figured out that we needed to ask the other person for what they needed to feel supported in the moment. So when we bring an idea to the other person, we always frame it with like, okay, I'm coming at you with a really wild hair of an idea or like I have this thought and I just need you to listen and then you can weigh in, right? So we'll say things like that to each other and it's been super effective and really helpful. And I just really honestly, truly believe that there is something so empowering about being clear and asking for what you want and what you need from another person. So that brings me to tip number three, which is give it time and find support elsewhere if you need to. So there's always the very raw and real possibility that after sharing your excitement and delivering the idea to the person that we care about in a way that makes sense to them and then being intentional about what support looks like to us, we still might not get that support right away or ever. So that's why I think it's so important to go back to our perspective shift on feeling unsupported. Because remember, 
When you're telling someone your idea, you have sat with that idea and that goal or that dream so much longer than they have. So they might need a second to process everything that you've just said. So even if they don't hop on board right away, it doesn't have to mean anything. Don't go to that place of poor me, no one understands me, I'm all alone. First, give it some time. But also acknowledging that there is the possibility that that support from that person might never come. And in that case, I also think it's really important to not go to that poor me place as well because we have to remember that that poor me place doesn't serve us. And if we're spending all of our energy on a pity party, we are not going to have enough energy to chase that dream that does matter to us and honestly still does matter even if you don't have the support. So if you ever find yourself in this situation where just the support is just not coming, you can take a moment to feel sad because you deserve to feel your feelings. But you need to do yourself and the women who are counting on you for your idea and your vision and all the fabulous impact you're going to make on this world to find a sense of support elsewhere. I want to scream from the rooftops this idea that you do not have to go on this journey toward this dream, toward living a life that you're excited about alone. There are online communities like the one that I'm a part of in Shigo's community that will clap for you and support you through the pursuit of your goal. You do not have to go through this alone and you can empower yourself by finding that support. And as you achieve what you achieve, you can also feel so proud and so grateful for that woman you are right here and now who went out there and found herself support so that she could crush it. And don't get me wrong, I know that it stings that you don't have that support from the person that you care about, that you wanted to share in this journey with you. But their lack of support is not a sign that you shouldn't do whatever it is that you want to do. You can still do this thing. You can still achieve this vision, this goal and dream you have on your heart by building a network of support somewhere else because someone somewhere out there including me, is going to support you. I promise. And finally, that brings me to tip number four, which is affirmations to support yourself. So I think it can be really powerful to have some affirmations in your back pocket to empower you to support yourself. So we can tell ourselves things like, I am open to being patient as my family or friends process my goal or dream. I do not need anyone's permission slip or approval to chase my dreams. And I am open to finding supportive people elsewhere because my dreams matter. The point here is to find words and phrases and things you can tell yourself when things feel like they're getting a little bit rocky or you feel like you need support. Sometimes we look outside of ourselves for that support, but sometimes we can find that support within ourselves. So point being is that the power and strength to do this, whatever it is that you want to do, this goal or this dream, is in you right here and right now. And we can remind ourselves of that on a daily basis by drawing on some of those empowering affirmations that I mentioned just a second ago to remind us of that every single day as we pursue our goal. So all of that said, I want to tie up everything here with a little fiery pep talk for you. At the end of the day, remember, you are the one who has to live with your life and your choices and what you ultimately do with your one shot here on this planet. And as much as we believe in the story that says we're letting down other people or that it's just too scary or impossible to do something unsupported, remember, 
it is your life. It's not always easy to pursue a goal or a dream, but it's worth it because it's your life. And if we continue to follow all the other fish in the sea and to ignore that gut feeling inside of you that's telling you to do whatever it is to do to follow that goal or dream on your heart, there's a very good chance that you're not going to end up with a life that excites you if you constantly defer to what other people want you to do or if you decide that you don't have the support and that should mean that you shouldn't chase your goals and your dreams. We have got to get into the habit of questioning that narrative and to stop putting other people's opinions and dreams ahead of ours and living scared and miserable because what we're doing when we do those things is that we're snuffing out our own light. We're silencing our own voices and we're living someone else's life. And we, you and me, girl, we are not going to be those women. And so today I want to leave you with a challenge. I want you to text a friend or a family member and to let them know that they matter, that you're rooting for them, and that you are here to support them in a way that feels supportive and good to them as they navigate life and chase whatever their goals or their dreams are. And if you're feeling up to sharing what you wrote to that person while obviously keeping them anonymous, take a screenshot, put it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Marie so that we can keep this support hype chain just like spreading throughout the universe. And if you're someone who seriously feels like they don't have support in the season that they're in, I want you to DM me on Instagram and let's connect because I can be that person. I want to be that person who supports you as you navigate obstacles and build this life that makes you excited. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I hope that it lit a fire under your butt. Don't forget to check the show notes for the way to hop onto my free email list where you get exclusive juicy stuff. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something valuable, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me or share the episode with a friend who you think would love it too. Either way, I am so honored that you're helping me spread the important message about women's self-empowerment.